0: Welcome to Books with Bagby, a podcast about books. In this podcast, I sit down with authors discussing the reason behind certain books that they've written, or we just sit and talk about education, music, technology, or something of the like. If you find this podcast to be your cup of tea, make sure you like, subscribe, and all the things. And share it with your friends, because solos are for grain, not education. And now, Books with Bagby. Welcome back to Books with Bagby and this episode we have Jenny and Sally <laughs> also known as Jenna Lee and they are here to talk about hmm, some sort of playbook that they wrote and the crazy thing about this playbook is it, it has power over what we can do um, how we record our meetings and all the things and it's kind of different than normal but you know what They wrote about it. So, welcome to Books with Bagby. How are you two doing today?
1: We're doing great. Thank you so much for having us on this afternoon. We're
2: so excited. Well, great.
0: I'm excited as well. (laughs) So, this book is a little bit different. This playbook. Um, What's the name of this playbook?
1: (laughs) The name is the Microsoft Teams Playbook, Your Guide to an Empowered Classroom.
0: It's a playbook about using Teams. But isn't Teams just like a video conferencing tool?
1: Oh, Whoa. it's so much more.
0: <laughs> oh, so much well, more. I can't wait to hear more about Teams. And uh, before you tell me about Teams, that's so much more. <laughs> Why did you two get together and write this book?
2: Well, uh, Jimmy and I have an interesting story. We or We feel like it's interesting. <laughs> we um, met on our very first day of work together about six years ago uh, at eagle mountain saginaw and it was like an instant friendship and we've have the same vision the same values the same outlook on how technology should be integrated into the classroom and one of the other things that we have in common is that both of us have children with dyslexia and through that we've both helped each other advocate for our kiddos we've searched for technology over the years to help them and uh, it really has been life-changing for both of our families to watch our kiddos grow and learn and use technology in ways that we've never seen before and so ultimately we just wanted to share how technology really can empower your students to do more than they've ever been able to do before especially those with um, different disabilities or learning needs within the classroom and being mothers of
1: children with dyslexia accessibility is extremely important to us and Microsoft offers so many tools in addition to Teams mm-hmm. but a lot of those tools are built into Teams for accessibility and so you know in our personal journeys you know we share that in the in the book but also um throughout the pandemic and the onset of covid we all experienced that overnight <laughs> transition of you know having to find a platform that we could use in our schools and In our district, we went Teams um, K through five and then Canvas and secondary. So we became the Teams experts. And so we just really dove in and it really, throughout the pandemic, gave us um, just actual experiences using Teams with our students and with our own personal children and just really gave us a lot of material to work with. And we thought, gosh, we need to share this with the world because. This is how you can utilize um, this platform in addition to bringing in other applications and taking advantage of the accessibility that um, Teams packages all into one nice um, platform.
0: Well, as you're talking about accessibilities and Teams and Microsoft and all the things, I have to admit, um, I love Immersive Reader. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm in a doc program now and I use Immersive Reader because i cheat i get the Mm. (laughs) i get the articles and i throw them inside of word and i just have immersive reader read to me while i'm driving to work or while i'm driving Mm -hmm. and depending on the article it depends on if i choose the female voice or the male voice Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, but yeah it's amazing so wait you said the big group used canvas and the little group used i said big group a little group, you know the older what I mean.
1: Students. Yeah. Uh, the
0: older <laughs> students use Canvas mm-hmm. while the younger students use Teams. So, are you saying Teams is an LMS?
2: It Ooh, is. Well, it's like we, a... we would say it's so much more, is what we would <laughs> oh. say. Mm-hmm. I it thought it was just what, a video platform. It... <laughs> <laughs> well, it does have that too, but it does offer more than what an, a typical LMS offers. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Just that collaboration piece. And yes, being able to do the video conferencing
2: and have conversation and bring in apps and assignments and grades. and And now the SEL piece is incredible. That's built into Microsoft Teams. And so being able to get your students to daily reflect on lessons learned or how they're doing emotionally is super important. Um, as we're all (laughs) healing and grieving after um, COVID. And so, or we're not, I don't even know if we're through COVID yet. I don't know what the uh, terms are, but uh, through all of it, being able to reflect and think about our social and emotional health through Teams is huge.
0: Yes, Uh, I'm not gonna throw out any more spoilers about Teams, I'm sorry. I'll let (laughs) you all talk. Uh, So what deep lessons or ideas do you want the readers to walk away with um, I can say one of the things that I walked away with or yeah, one of we'd the things to. that
2: I'm, yeah, go ahead.
0: Just the whole idea of teams is more than just a video platform. Mm-hmm. It's so much more the things that it could do with your students, with your students. Yeah, actually with your students, uh, when students are working one-on-one with teams, what <laughs> it's just amazing. So I'm sorry. So, uh, it's your turn, your book. You tell the story. Uh, What deep lessons or ideas did you want to walk away with?
2: Well, when we survey our classrooms and we look at our students in the class, you know, we see a lot of different personalities, a lot of different uh, students struggling, students advancing, students dealing with things that we necessarily even can't see on the surface. And so when we look at our class, we want to make sure that we're customizing the learning space for each of them and teams and technology in general allows us to really do that so we can leverage technology to ultimately put every student on an equal playing field, uh, which is what our goal is. And um, we specifically look at five different areas for that Um, accessibility. I'm trying to remember them all student agency relevancy community and assessment so we kind of dive into each of those areas and show you how technology uh, can really equal the playing field for every single student in your classroom um, those on level those below level those above level It doesn't matter um, where they are, uh, but it allows us to customize that learning environment for them. Mm -hmm. And the book
1: pretty much is broken up into four main sections. So um, we have that beginning piece where we tell our story and we talk about building relationships with your students and knowing your students where they are and equaling that playing field for them so that they receive instruction the way that they need instruction. And then um, we also talk about um, a little team's overview, kind of give best practices and for someone who's never used teams, you can, you know kind of go through there. And it's pretty similar to any video platform, if you will. you know, and but there's things that we learned through using it on best practices, like what not to do, what you should do. Um, so we share some of those things and practical practical tips and etiquette. We learned and, it real fast <laughs> So we share a lot of our journey through you know what we experience with using a platform like this on a daily basis. And then also we have over seventy lessons. Um, in the book that teachers can turn around and use tomorrow. Um, So many QR codes. I think there's like 200 (laughs) QR codes. So it's almost like we wrote three Three books books because there's, (laughs) there's so much content that, Uh, We had to cut a lot. And so we're like, well, let's just put this on our website and have it, you know, scannable with a QR code. So we have lessons that teachers can turn around and use with basically, you know, different applications um, and favorite platforms that people like, like apps like Wakelet and Buncee
2: and um, Adobe and Canva and, you know, so many more. Um, And we tried to include templates for them as well. So it would be a fast way for teachers to look at a lesson and go, oh, I want to do that. And then we have all the resources for them to be able to turn around and reproduce that uh, as fast and, and, you know, customize it to Mm -hmm. fit them. And the very last
1: section of the book has um, ways to connect with all those communities. So if you want to get more involved with Microsoft, if you want to go get more involved with Wakelet, if you, you know, want to become an Adobe, Adobe creative um, educator, you know, how you do that and what the platforms are and the best ways to get connected. And that's what we strive on is becoming a global community and, Not just our little space where we work, but knowing that there's a whole world out there that we want to reach and impact. And so um, we love being able to have friends all over the world. So we even went to Egypt this summer and, uh, you know, connected with one of our MIE friends. So uh, in the back, we share ways that you can um, stay connected.
0: Oh, well, that's fantastic. Thank you for that whole deep dive. Um, (laughs) Well, no. So the book itself is a playbook. Uh, Well, that's what you even call it. And I like the way that it's, uh, that you all put it out there and how it, how, I guess the format of the book. So knowing that I like that part, what was the greatest challenge in writing this book? And what was the, and how did you all overcome this?
2: Let me tell you. Okay. So that's what you said. Let me tell you, (laughs) let me tell you how it went down. Okay. (laughs) When we uh, started writing, it was during the pandemic. And so we weren't, Seeing each other. We weren't seeing any, any anybody. People. <laughs> um, and so, you know, of course, we are OneNote lovers, as you probably know. Um, and so OneNote was exactly what we wrote in. We, you know, came up with our game plans, we uh divided and conquered Ginny. We played to her strengths, she's an arranger, and so everything is she thinks very what what's the right words? Like linear, mm-hmm. you know, she keeps everything in order in the right places when I'm more of like a graphic thought process. Like if, if I can sketch note, that's what I'm going to do. And so I would create and then go back and write about things that I've created. And so, um, we kind of work in different styles, but we know that about each other. And so we play to our strengths, Um, Jenny has four kids and so time for her was difficult. So she just made it work. So wherever she could, whenever she could, she jumped in, got to work. Same for me, my husband worked nights. So I was able to work all night, not all night, but it felt like all night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then, you know, we could see each other's work within the OneNote, make comments. Uh, we would call each other on teams, I think every day trying to figure it out. Um, and so we, made it work according to our different schedules and strengths
0: nice um, so she was okay to work with is that what you're saying yes
2: yeah, she was great she, <laughs> listen it's me who is the one who's a little cray cray <laughs> oh,
0: well i would well, have it, never picked up on that
2: oh I mean, that's good
1: <laughs> <laughs> and i would say too though like in the challenge was also you know just coming together not together you know and putting putting our thoughts together but mm-hmm. also in the editing part like we would have to, you know, get that document and reread it and reread it. And then we would miss things We're like, how did we miss that? Mm-hmm. And so that editing piece, which once it went off to the editors and it came back and made us sound really, really good. Yeah, we love that. <laughs> but then it was just, gosh, you know, how do we move things around or do we need to yeah. keep this or that? And then just, I think we went through like
2: six versions
1: of editing. Yeah, and
2: I think it was really catching like, okay, we want to move this and this here and then you know, it's so big when the next one would come, it was like, wait, did those changes happen? Did they get moved? Were they moved to the right spot? No, this, this wasn't moved to the right spot. So those kinds of You
1: should have seen us one day, we were in my living room and we had, we had it projected up onto the TV, you know, like 65, 70 inch TV. Then we had probably four devices over here that we were, you know, had laid out on the coffee table and the couch and the iPad. Like we had all these devices checking off, looking at different views and that you know, we would sit there all day and yeah. then we got, like, we got to get up and move around and just, I mean, it took
2: well, about a year and a half. And it was interesting too. like, speaking of sitting there all day, like, you know, most of it, the bulk of it was written during COVID when we were separated. And I can remember my husband coming by, tapping me on the shoulder as he's leaving for work going, okay, like, you probably need to stand up, move around. I was like, oh, <laughs> I've been sitting like all day working because, you know, yeah. technology was needed all the time so we were oh, working yes. our day jobs until you know 10 o'clock at night and then I would pick up on this and start working on this and so it was kind of a crazy time
1: but we did enjoy once travel opened up and we were able to kind of move around we took mm-hmm. a few writing trips so we <laughs> went to Vegas and Florida oh. and Austin so we had some fun um writing trips. our husbands <laughs> do not
2: think <laughs> that we were actually writing but we were the book is yeah. is out so we actually did mm-hmm.
0: I, I I totally get it. My wife did a doc program and uh, and she went to Finland and Boston <laughs> and she and this she and this other lady and they were going all these places. But yeah, she finished and she has a degree and yay! Awesome. Yay! Uh, one of the things that you all mentioned the whole idea of doing all this work during the pandemic and spending all this time uh, your YouTube channel and things were still going coming along though so y'all were just burning the candles at both ends mm-hmm. doing your real job and this job yeah and mm-hmm. all the things i'm impressed all that to say is well, I'm impressed. We'll thank you.
1: <laughs> we i mean there's times too like we'll sit and then we don't have like we don't rarely is there some time we don't have things to do but there's been a few down times and i'm like I'm bored. Like, what I need to be, you know, I need something to do. My husband gets so mad at me too because he's like, Can you not just sit on the couch without the computer? I'm like, No, I like to just stay doing things, but yeah, making tutorial videos. And then Celie got a hold of TikTok. And
2: so now we've, you know, yes. gone TikTok crazy. Yeah. So I love it so much. But really, I think it is like, it's almost like a creative, uh, like, it is my downtime. It is my yeah. hobby. Like I enjoy, I, it. I, I, totally I just enjoy it. it. Like, just like you're doing now, this is your downtime and your hobby and you're in, enjoying connecting with educators and talking about education. And,
0: oh, and you that's didn't exactly pay to get what on this. is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're laughing. <laughs> wait, no. are you
2: sending us money later? Yeah, thanks.
0: Oh, wait, no, no I said you check. didn't pay. Yeah, I got an <laughs> email of someone asking me to pay to be on their podcast and they would put me, I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm good thank you. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. So do you two have anything on the horizon, another publication? You do all this work and I'm guessing you can get another book out of it. And y'all <laughs> rehearse the whole three books
2: in one. I, I uh, saw that. I, I know y'all yeah. did. <laughs> we should have just split it up. Yeah, we <laughs> should have maybe. made it into three parts.
1: <laughs> I mean, we've talked about it, but just time right now is just, you know, things in our lives. But, um, we did just, um, we were recently contributing authors of a book, um, Amplifying Learning, a Global Collaborative. And there's th- this was a, a, a work with many, many um, authors, and then they broke it up into different um, books. So we were part of the first book, and it's about instructional design. We wrote the chapter on collaboration. So it's with oh. Becky Lim and um, Matt Rhodes. So With EduMatch. Um, with Edumatch. Oh, yeah, I, I that just saw
0: that. Um, I saw a thing on the Insta with those two. And I guess uh-huh. maybe one uh-huh. of you, I don't know. Uh, I didn't look too hard, <laughs>
1: yeah. but that's so a good guy. A couple other, a couple other authors um, that contributed to that first book. So yeah. we're excited about that. But
2: I mean, you know, you never know, never say I mean, never. We so. just moved um, to a new school district. We're at Castleberry ISD, which we're super excited about. I remember. They um, are all about digital equity. In fact, um, our superintendent put up Wi-Fi towers um, throughout the town so that the, that way every student has a device that goes home from the school and Wi Fi from the school as well. Um, and so we're super pumped to be here. But during our first meeting with her, as she was talking to us and we were uh, being interviewed, she was like, okay, uh, let's write a book, girls. I'm ready. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you okay. never know, another book may be coming out with um, our amazing superintendent.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. That, that's kind of cool. So. I know you said you looked over the questions and they were like, eh, whatever. Uh, But this question is one of my favorites. Now that we've talked about your book, um, what is your education passion, your EDU passion? What's that soapbox that you always get on? Uh, I go from soapbox to soapbox to soapbox, from digital equity to uh, leadership and making sure motivation and personalization and relationships. So what do you all got?
2: We have a few (laughs) you want to go first. You want me to go first? (laughs) Me? Okay. I would say Jenny mentioned it earlier. I would say first would be our global PLN or encouraging teachers to be part of a PLN. Uh, It has been life changing for us to meet educators from all over the world through technology. Um, And in fact, it started for me here at Castleberry. Uh, I was here before six years ago. And um, the superintendent encouraged me to start um, or get onto Twitter. I did. And I met a whole new world of educators and connected with authors, with educators, with parents. I mean, just learning and soaking in everything I could um, through Ed Chats and posts that were made on Twitter. And it it just changed the way I viewed education and how I learned about different you know, pedagogy and how to do different things um, in my classroom and in the library. So all that to say, (laughs) we're passionate about encouraging educators to get connected. Uh, Through the Microsoft community, we've connected with educators all over the world. Like Jenny mentioned, I even met um, a good friend Nelly from Egypt, Um, this last, I guess, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and it was incredible. And we even talked about Minecraft and how she's doing 3d printing out of Minecraft. And I learned what she's doing and how to do it. And our librarians here are already looking at implementing it. So it's just, um, an amazing, um, amazing way to learn as educators. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I will
1: say too, that like, I, you know, we are all kind of dabble in Twitter and go to conferences and not until Sali really showed me that like the power of Twitter, I mean, it's transformed my life too. And now just getting on Twitter and highlighting the great things that we're doing in our district and, you know, just learning from other people. It's amazing. So I'm um, definitely thankful for that and Celie's influence in that too. And so, Aww. yeah. <laughs> Group <But> we are <laughs> we're also extremely passionate about building relationships, um, you know, in our relationship. And we love telling our story about how, um, you know, our friendship has grown into a partnership, into a support ship, you mm-hmm. know, of just being able to, Ooh, I like that word. I just made it up.
2: I love it though. I think we should start like <laughs> hashtag support, support ship. ship. I like it. <laughs> it might be hard to say hash. will type it.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> but put just it on the knowing, twins. you know, <laughs> we used to
1: like i was jealous of her creativity you know and just wanted that and i wanted to be like her and make beautiful things but it would take me days to make something she can make in like 10 minutes so i i let go I'm of just, that i and can
2: make it like i said i'm the cray cray one i'm creative and come up with stuff but then i lose it and have no idea or i, I forget <laughs> about it that's really what happens i make it and forget about it and then jenny finds it and she's like oh let me organize this for you. Put it in folders. It's supposed to be just what? It.
0: Set it and forget it, right? That's what. Yes, <laughs> that's what I do.
1: But we love that, and i encouraging others everywhere we go. We're like, did you take the strength finders? You know, what's your strength, and what mm, you know, and really just woo. kind of encouraging that. Um, so that is fun. But we also love creativity. That's kind of been our big push mm-hmm. this summer and in the spring was creativity and. Um, you know, encouraging teachers and students to just hone in on their creative skills and be able to create and design and and um, really find that avenue that um, showcases who they are in, in a design aspect. And also gamification. We mm-hmm. love sharing mm-hmm. ways to add fun. We really, one of our taglines is making learning accessible and fun for all. So we love accessibility and fun. Mm-hmm. So bringing
2: in that gamification is really something that we're passionate about. And speaking of accessibility, sorry, I had to add on. Accessibility is huge for us, having kiddos of our own with dyslexia. But more than that, during the pandemic, one of the things that we observed um, through it is that, you know, a lot of times we would see content in our LMS and in our online learning that was just full of uh, text and words. Um, And it was so text heavy that me and my son both would look at it and be like, oh my goodness, like... It's just overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You're like, tune out. <laughs> yes. Now, Immersive Reader did help us read it. But even then, I didn't want to listen. Neither did he. And <laughs> so one of our latest soapbox has has been designing content for, for students that's chunked and also graphically engaging, especially if you're teaching in a blended environment or online. Yes. Um, and so trying to teach educators how to do that, which is a new skill for us, right? A lot of times we haven't been so heavy being online. And so making sure that we understand how to create um, content that is appealing and easy to read and grabs my attention is mm-hmm. important.
0: But the thing about that, um, I think online or not, we should be doing that as teachers mm-hmm. because well, the whole idea of making making the learning accessible to all the students, not just the students that are great readers, but mm-hmm. to the students that struggle, to the students that need that little graphic organizer or something to help them get through and not only a graphic organizer, uh, but also (laughs) like a little, sorry about that. It slipped, Uh, but also (laughs) images, pictures. It helps. It helped me.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, even Ginny was um, just now pulling from her memory of how things were graphically (laughs) arranged. I mean, that's, that's how we operate. That's how we memorize things. That's why we use anchor charts in elementary school you know, so keeping those images and that content uh, organized that way, it helps us all.
0: Yes, and my um, uh, partner at work, she was well after the TCEA for littles or elementary. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. She just came back praising you all and going on <laughs> and on about you two. And I was like, oh, those two,
1: <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> and yeah, now you whole... can't get rid of us.
0: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> And when I showed her the book, she was like, "Oh, oh Greg, you got one." I was like, uh, "It's okay, Michelle." <laughs> but um, yeah. So I, I appreciate the work you do. And you mentioned Nellie from Egypt. Yes. Uh, yes. If you don't mind, before we close up, who else do you want to give a shout out to? Um, that that is either you've met through all of your co- connections or just you know that they're good people and other people should know about them.
2: Hmm. You want to start? You don't have to it? say I'm anyone. Get, I'm you get can get say Nellie. Greg Bagby. And, <laughs> and, okay. You know that's Greg, number one. Yes, yes.
1: Um, <laughs> yes. we, have lots of, we have a friend, Mohammed. He's mm-hmm. in Egypt as well. And we, she was going to meet with him, but he was in school. Um, our, our best friends, we call them, are the E-Twins. And oh, they yes. had just moved back to Spain. So they're in Spain now. So we have a connection there. Mm-hmm. And um, they're going to be sad.
0: at...
2: FETC. Yeah. Like are. you all are. Yes. Thank oh, yes. you for
1: yes. <laughs> yes. Super excited about that.
2: I want to make sure I give Nellie a full shout out. Her last name is Hamad. So it's Nellie, N E L L Y H A M E D, Nellie Hamad. And uh, she is on Twitter and underscore her handle, but I'll give that to you. But Nellie underscore Hamad. Uh, we also love our friends in the UK. We've been able to go to bet. Um, twice mm-hmm. now. And that community of oh, MIE experts amazing. was the most welcoming group of people. So kind. I mean, every day they were like, all right, girls, come on, we're taking you here. We're going to make sure you've got food. Mm-hmm. They showed us around the city. Um, One of our friends,
1: incredible. Adam, he jumped into our session and was he's a math teacher and he showed us how to use them, which we were demoing the math tools in OneNote, but he's like,
2: hey, can I show you how I use it? <laughs> but I'm so a free like, teacher, so <laughs> I... <laughs> my equations were like two plus two, <laughs> yeah. but he, he really awesome. uses it. So. so we're like,
1: well, you're so good. Why don't you stay with us for the whole week and keep presenting <laughs> with us? So, um, Lanny and I mean, just so many Chris Gerard, Sarah Clark, like mm-hmm. all of our friends over in the UK, they are just incredible and just good people and mm-hmm. so kind. And we've just loved the friendships mm-hmm. we've built with them.
2: Um, Arnaud in France. What is his last name? Do you Her, remember? We'll we'll say it wrong, I'm sure, but um, he actually did a, a mystery Skype with us and then a whole unit with our students going back and forth on Flip, formerly Flipgrid, um, yes. <laughs> and recording videos about uh, biomes, and it was such a great, great interaction where our students were studying um, the biome in France, and they were studying Texas, and so it was a really uh, fun experience, mm-hmm. so all that from Twitter and connecting yeah. online, so.
0: I get it. It's uh, as a matter of fact, my next guest, uh, Eric Scheninger was, I don't know if you know, uh, I guess you're shaking no. your head. He was the Twitter, t- uh, pr- Twitter principal. And that's what got me on the Twitter when I saw the yeah. administrator magazine, him holding yeah. up his phone and Twitter. I was like, oh, he's using it at school. Mm-hmm, so
2: mm-hmm. anyway, awesome. and yes,
0: the whole connection thing. Uh, that's how I connected with, I think one of you, I can't remember which one prior to um F-E-T-C or ISTE or something, uh, it was on the Twitter. So yes, thank you very much for being amazing and being willing to connect. So speaking of connecting, how can people connect with you? I think you're on the Twitters because that's where I found (laughs) you. (laughs) And blogs, emails, YouTube channels, anything, y'all have anything like that?
1: We do, we have all of that. We have Instagram, (laughs) YouTube, TikTok, um, LinkedIn, Wakelet, Facebook, (laughs) newsletters which will be starting up again soon i but. just want to say this about
2: tiktok real quick though because i got on i don't know two years ago now or a year and a half ago it is a whole different community of educators that i haven't seen anywhere else and um even at uh the the um what is it called the elementary conference that we did etc, ETC. i was like which ETA one ETA yes elementary. one of the uh, teachers came in and she was like oh my goodness y'all are on tiktok i was like oh <gasps> We and found like, TikTok. Yes. Yeah, so if you're not, if you are on TikTok and definitely um, connect with us, we love that community. Sorry, didn't mean to derail us. Go ahead. Well, Danielle.
1: somebody already had Jenilee on Twitter, so we had to add a one and she's never even <laughs> tweeted or anything. We feel like we're going to just message her somehow, find her and just say, can you please? But no. we have en- embraced the one. <laughs> yes. um, but we do have a bit.ly. We are that, the
2: one and only. That's right. That's yes, right. Yes. Well, we do
1: go. have a bit.ly that goes to all of our um, social platforms. We created a bio link in Canvas. Canva, uh, similar to a link tree, but um, we made it in Canva. It's really pretty. So it's bit.ly, B-I-T slash Genalee, J-E-N-A-L-L-E-E. Make sure you spell it with two L's and two E's right. because it won't work if you don't. And if you t- tweet us, we won't find it. I mean, sometimes we search we, for we misspellings so yes. that we can find things. But um, <laughs> it's a bit.ly slash Genalee. Nice. And that goes to all of our all of our socials.
0: Great, and generally is all lowercase.
1: Yes, because
0: Bitly all lowercase
1: J-E-N-A-L-L-E-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we would love to connect with you all and learn from you. That's how we become better: is just connecting and growing and learning every day.
0: <laughs> well, thank you for connecting with me, and thank you for being willing to come on the show. It's been fantastic. And well, thank whether you for you're having us. oh, of course. Whether you're deep in the heart of Texas or you're hanging out in Tennessee, um, make sure always in every classroom, you ask good questions, answer the ones you can, make someone feel special, and be great because you are great. Y'all have a fantastic day. Bye. <laughs> Bye. i cut that off. Thank you, ladies.